Okay, guys, uh, quick top 10 tips on wealth creation. So I thought I'd just throw this together because I was thinking about this today. Uh, first one here is never spend it until you get it. That's the reality. If it's not available to spend and it's not in your bank, for goodness sake, don't spend it until you get it in your bank. We always learned something in, us, in, in, in credit control and also when I worked as a financial controller and financial director. There is no profit until the money's in the bank because you never know what's going to happen before then. Until it hits your bank, don't spend it. So that's my first top tip for 10 top tips of wealth creation. Next one is the 40% rule. Grant Cardone talks about this all the time and I've lived my life for the last 30 years in property investment and building wealth this way exactly. And what do we mean by the 40% rule? 40% of your income is going to go in taxes. You can't do anything about it. It's tax and national insurance. The other 40%, you invest in your business. And the other 20%, you live on of your income. Now, why do I say that? Um, because you have to feed the baby. If you have a business and the 40% rule, you have to be prepared to pay attention to the baby and feed the baby. I mean, the business or whatever it is you're trying to create wealth in. If it's property, you need to reinvest in property and keep reinvesting in property all the time. So it compounds up. So that is a 40% rule. If you want more money to live on, then you have to increase your top line to make the 20% more money at the bottom line that you live on. And I could literally live on, <laughs> I could literally live on £12,000 a year cash. And, and that's all we need because we feed the baby all the time. Now, that's not to say we just do without all the time. The great thing is I could always go to reserves and dip into that if ever I want to have anything. The very fact that you have something and you have the ability to get it whenever you want it is a lot more satisfying than having to keep buying it all the time. You work that out when you get a bit wealthier. Okay, so number three. If you can't write it off, do not buy it. What do I mean by that? I do not own a car. I have no desire to own a car. It is a company car. I can't write it off if I own it. The money is wasted as soon as I drive out the out the garage. So I do not want to get anything that I can't write off. If it's anything, I has to be able to write it off in order to move forward it. Number four. Rent it or lease it. That goes back to my original statement of renting and leasing. I lease my own car. And the reason I lease my own car, there's no point in tying up 15, 20,000 pounds in a car if you could actually lease it and it costs you maybe, what, a few hundred pounds a month, two or three hundred pounds a month, three thousand pounds a year. But you could take that 17,000 pounds, put a deposit on a, on a property and do a 75% buy to let with the bank leverage your income with the bank's money with the 17,000 that you would have bought the car with the car's a depreciating asset whereas the house is an appreciating asset and guess what it pays you money every single month in rent so rent and lease where you can okay not great to own your own house is a is a liability work that one out if you want more information contact me and i'll tell you why that is a liability Stabilize and grow your first flow. This is key. I call it the shiny penny. It's amazing how many opportunities 
go past you all the time. And if you keep jumping from place to place to place all the time in order to like, oh, there's another thing. Oh, there's another thing. There's another thing. It's the old saying like a rolling stone gathers no moss. And it's true because if you keep jumping from place to place and not concentrating one stream and getting it up and running all the time, I mean, an income stream, a revenue stream, then you're distracted by something else. It takes your focus off that and you don't do as well in it. So get that one thing up running first. Make sure you grow your flow in that first before you do anything else. Okay. Why on earth? Here's a classic as well. You go to you get people that want to sell stuff on eBay. I'm going. Oh, I'm 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 working I'm working all the hours God sends. But I tell you what, I've got to. I'm going to sell stuff on eBay. I'm going to do it on, you know, other areas, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's going to earn. You're going to put all these hours in to earn a couple of quid, maybe 10, 20, 30 pounds. Look, I've got 10, 20, 30 pounds. But the amount of hours you've put in to generate that is possibly prohibitive per hour. So if you work out per hour how much you've actually made. And then compare it to what you get paid in your job. I bet you probably get paid more money in your job. You've been, you've been as well doing more of your job and more overtime, if that's the case. Could you certainly make more money? So stabilize and grow your first flow first. Feed the baby. Remember that. Okay, the, the matched effort. Um, other people call this the 47, 47 rule, the 40 to 7 rule. So you're putting 40 hours into your job, matched effort. If you want to build something outside of that and build wealth, because your job looks after your living, your wealth and what you do outside of that looks after your lifestyle and that creates your lifestyle. So if you're going to put 40 hours into your job, you need to put something into your own self and your own personal development. So what I do is I read all the time, every single day. Even if it's 20 minutes, half an hour, I'll read from people far more successful than me about how they've achieved things, what they've done in order to get that. I also read knowledgeable books in the field that I want to specialize in in order to be the best at what I can. But in order to learn from people in that field far more successful than me. So that is the matched effort rule. Put the effort in. It's amazing how many people just want to go home after working their job. They just want to do nothing else and then expect wealth to be created right in front of them. Your boss is not going to give that for you. Your job's not going to give that to you. It looks after your living. It does not create your lifestyle. What you do outside of that is your lifestyle, your wealth creator. So that's what I talk about, matched effort. If you're going to do it for someone else, do just as much for yourself. It's an amazing the amount of people that are out there as well that keep saying to themselves, oh, I would never work all these hours. And it's like, I've I've, I've made it because I never I, I, I only worked a certain amount of hours a week. Well, you're, well, it's complete bollocks. That's the reality. The reality is, Anybody that's been seriously successful, it is really wealthy in what they're doing, has spent 100 hours a week at least. There's an amazing amount of people that you know out there actually just say, well, I tell you what, I just, you know, I got up, um, I, I went to my work, I just got on with it, I had my lunch in between when I was still working, I went home, I had my tea in between when I was still working, and I still continued to work. I fell into my bed or I fell asleep at my desk, I got up in the morning, I did the same again. That is the people that ultimately are successful at what they do. You ask anybody that's successful and really wealthy, and I'm talking about wealthy, really wealthy, like the Zuckerbergs, like the Bill Gates, like the Richard Branson, like the, you know, Elon Musk, all these people were created massive action and they put all that effort into it. You won't get anywhere unless you put effort and time into it, time more importantly. 
So definitely, it's a matched effort. If you're going to do it for someone else, do a lot more for yourself. Okay, the next one. Always stay broke. Money for money's sake is no good. It is no good to you sitting in the bank earning no money at all. You have to put money to work. And that's what we mean by that. So always stay broke. Make sure you live on what you need to live on in order to do it. Reinvest, but make it work for you in the process. Don't let it sit and do nothing or it is completely worthless. It will devalue every single year it passes. Right now, inflation's sitting at four and a half, four point six percent 4.6%. So if you've got money in the bank, every year it passes, you're losing 4.6% of that value. Inflation's predicted to go higher, therefore you'll lose, lose even more value. So always reinvest, make your money work for you. And this is why we all say always stay broke. Okay, um, the next one is cardinal sin. <laughs> Never, ever lose money at anything. Make sure you calculate everything beforehand. Doesn't need to be perfect, but make sure you play the downside and make sure you never lose at what you do. Sure, you'll get it now and again, once in a blue moon, but your successes should outweigh your failures. And that's what we mean by never lose money. Okay, cash flow is king. Cash is not king. Cash by itself does nothing for you. Cash flow coming in, cash flow going out, make sure it's reinvested in the right thing is the key here. It's always about cash. If you need to do anything in life, no matter what it is, always needs a steady income of cash flow to produce or 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 anything you get invested in. Um, cash sitting for cash sakes do nothing. Again, we go back to saying money sitting in the bank, that's cash. It's not doing anything. But I'll bet you the bank's doing something with it. The bank will lend it out about nine times in order to make more money on the money. So you should reinvest your money in just as much in order to make it work for you. So cash flow here is king. Turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash flow is king. Remember that. And finally, the one for me is never quit until you achieve it. It doesn't matter what's thrown in front of you. There's a way to get around that obstacle at some point in time. If you can't get, if you can't, if you can't go through it, go round it. If you can't go through it, go over it, go under it. Do what you can to get round it. But eventually, it will give way. If you keep beating your head against that wall, eventually that wall will break and you will get through. So never quit until you achieve what you're after. The only person that loses is the person that quits. That's it. And it's an amazing the amount of people it actually snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Or they're about to get to the finish line and the pull-up shot. We call that loser's limp. That's where you see the classic example when you see the Olympians sometimes and they used to run in the past. They don't do it as much now because everybody's learned this one. But you used to get a lot of the, the people in, in the, the athletics and that. They used to run to the finish line. And when they knew they were going to get beat and they weren't going to be first, they would sometimes pull up and, and, and hold their hamstring and, and then jump about just before the finish line. Well, we called that loser's limp because the reality was there probably was nothing wrong with them, but it was an excuse for the fact that they weren't the one that come in first. Even if you're second, it's better than the person that's in third. So never quit until you achieve. Until you achieve, and and that's it, guys. You know, I just thought I'd do my top ten uh, quick hints and quick tips on creating wealth. If you need any more information, please feel free to contact me. And until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.